You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Queensland Summer Carnival continues this weekend with another big 10 race program from Eagle Farm. Let's see if we can help you find a few winners on the program with Katie's Tips brought to you each week with thanks to the Southern Hotel. He joins me now. Katie, how are you? Oh, James, sensational um, holidays. I'm channeling Australian Crawl with all the, the beautiful people up here at uh, the Sunshine Coast and, you know, um, uh, enjoying enjoying the break overlooking the Pacific Ocean as we speak. Oh, wow. What a view. Well, hope, hopefully the view tomorrow is a few of those horses first past the post to match that. Uh, yes, that's always always good. I, we, we, you know... Um, had a win last week at Eagle Farm, and um, so hopefully we can have another one this week. That's the name of the game. Now, Exotic Miss, very good again last weekend. Oh, very excited. Exotic Miss ran uh, huge last week in the, the 1400, so um, we're very, very happy and um, possibly heading next weekend towards the, the City to Surf uh, plate, which is a bit of a step up, but going to the mile, which which should suit, but we're over the moon because, as, as I said to you before, we thought she was um, city class and just didn't quite get the ride we wanted the first time. And We got the, the gun ride from Mark Duplessis last week and and um, she ran really well, very happy. And the, the cutest bonuses are a, a very good in, uh, incentive scheme. Thank you, Queensland Racing. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, no, plenty of prize money there. If you've got the right horses in those races under that cutest scheme, that is for sure. All right, well, there's a few of those again this weekend. Let's see if we can find a few winners on this program. Katie's Tips, you can find the full selections free up there on Twitter, usually by Friday night. We pick out the best of the best to go through on the program each week. We're in races two, three, and six this week, so... Uh, we'll go and race book quarter. Race number two, season greetings from the BRC Class 3 plate. It's over the 1,810 metres. So probably two-part question here, obviously. So your selection, but also a note in the race, Uncommon Valour goes around as well. So this will be interesting. Thoughts here, the second? Uh, well, we've got Uncommon Valour. He'll, uh, he's drawn really well. He's drawn for uh, got CJ Graham on. So... Um, Got a lot of, with the set weight scale, uh, got a lot of 60, uh, which is a lot of weight. You don't see too many horses on a Saturday winning the 60. So we've got the claim, um, 58 and a half. He's used to carrying 58 and a half. He's probably poorly weighted uh, under the set weight uh, scale compared to some other horses. Uh, but 1,800 metres, um, he's just flying this prep. Um, the winkers have gone off and the blinkers on. And um, by all reports, he worked outstandingly in them on Tuesday. Um, so uh, just a different horse, this prep, and really wants to chase and hit the line hard. So we're hoping we're within striking distance and um, he can run a really good race. Um, um, also, one of the toughest class threes I've seen for a long, long time mm. in town. It's, um, you've got Very competitive. Some quality horses. You've got Madame Odette. Um, I, I read something that Tony Gollum was looking to go to the wave with it. Princess Rani is, has, you know, is uh, looking for, for group and listed status. And then you've got the Boom Horse Army Corps that's um, run so well at the Sunshine Coast is coming to town uh, as well. So a tough race, but we're hoping 
uncommon Vella can run in the top in the top three. In saying that, uh, I'd like myself, so taking my owner's goggles off, um, I like race two, number 10, Princess Rani's. I just think um, at the set weight scale, it's a rating 84. It's just thrown in. If it was a handicap, it would be giving the field uh, 6kg. So really, really well weighted in a class three plate. Um, trained by Tony Gowan. Written by Ryan Maloney. They've got a 27% strike rate. I think it maps. It, get, it gets back. Uh, it'll go back from that awkward gate. Um, West Cork Arts object to lead. I think the Waller horse Fleur de Mond will stalk the leaders. Uh, hopefully Uncommon Valor sitting just in behind them. Um, Princess Rani's gets back and has a really good finish. So I think, um, you know, maps for Eagle Farm. And I think with Eagle Farm being a good four rail out too. Um, last week they sort of came three or four off the fence, that sort of down the middle of the track, a lot of winners last week, and I think that'll occur um, again this week. And I think that's where Princess Rani's will come down, uh, down the middle of the track. Last start was 3.1 lengths better than standard time over the 800, uh, 2.6 the last 600 in a really fast race time. Um, second up was beaten 0.6 of a length by Russo in the 16-15 metre race. Uh, it's been placed at Eagle Farm, placed at the distance 1-3 on good going. And it's one-third up before. So last prep was beaten 2.5 lengths, uh, third up behind Foxy Frieda, Kiku and Thalassophile. If they are in this race, which they wouldn't be because they've won plenty, uh, you know, they'd be odds on. Uh, it's, mm. it's $4.50 into $3 already. And I just think it's at the weight scale, uh, thrown in, um, looking forward going to better races. I think it's really tough to beat. Princess Rani, it is race two, horse number 10. And all the best to yourself and everyone involved there with Uncommon Valor. Let's go to race number three on the program, Nova 106.9 Classics Handicap. This one is over the mile. Your thoughts here? Well, two weeks ago, we said we might have been a run short with Driver Deal, and it proved that way. He ran a, a great race for a place at, at good place odds. Uh, gets the mile. Uh, Rob, trained by Rob Heathcote, ridden by Martin Harley. 30 cent string uh, win strike rate, this horse. Um, I think it maps, maps uh, midfield. Uh, or just just in front of midfield, I think Wolf Moon chasing Jackley will lead. I think Driver Deal sort of maps a couple of pairs behind in the running line waiting to strike. Last uh, ran behind the face over the 13.50. He's low-level flying at the moment. Ran 2.5 lengths faster than uh, standard time over the last 800, 600 and 400. <laughs> at Doomben over the 13.50. It's won at Eagle Farm. It's had five wins from seven goes at the distance. It's one from one, the track and the distance, and it's rock hard fit. Last prep, it'd be Argyle Lane and Alberk over the 1,600. It's one fourth up before, which is fourth up this week, and at $5.50, I think it's a good bet. 
It is driver deal, so that is uh, race three. It's horse number two. So from the Heathcote stable, Martin Harley to ride. So, yeah, steps up to this race fourth up here, up to its pet distance of the mile. Driver deal to get the job done for us there. Race three, it is horse number two. We move our way down the page to the third of Tady's uh, best bets on the program. It comes up in race number six here. It is the Roku Gin Benchmark 78 Handicap. This one over the 1,400 metres. Uh, I've gone with number seven here, Shah of Goma, trained by Chris Waller and ridden by Jimmy Allman. They've got a 27% stri- jockey trained strike rate. Shah of Goma maps midfield from a good gate. I think Flashing Steel, Hamlet Von Snitzel and the Drover will all push forward. And Shah of Goma's got a great finishing burst. Um, it's two from four at Eagle Farm. It's 100% place the distance, so five starts for two wins, a second and two thirds. It's uh, from the track and distance, two starts for a win the second. It was placed third up after a seven-week break, so um, it's been placed third up and it's having, coming off, sorry, a second, a seven-week break. Uh, last start, it was beaten a length behind National Choice at the Sunny Coast. And two starts ago, one over the 1,400 at Eagle Farm, beating Titanium. Uh, the secret, I think, is four weeks between runs. It seems to run well when it runs a space. It lobs in the right position in the race and hopefully lets down and goes past them. And the $3.50, a uh, very keen share of Goma. Shah of Goma, it is race six, it's horse number seven. So we are on race two, number 10, Princess Rani's. Race three, number two, Driver Deal. Race six, number seven, Shah of Goma. Units, what are we spending this week? Uh, it's it's tough because they're tough races at Eagle Farm this week. Uh, my best bet is race two, number 10, Princess Rani's. I'm going two units, Princess Rani's. Uh, I'm going uh, one and a half units, Shah of Goma. And I'm going one unit driver deal. So um, we're four and a half units this week, James. Four and a half units spend there across those races. But yeah, another great feature race day. And it's great to see on this particular race day, we remember the Mighty Mare Gold Edition and have a race named after her with the Gold Edition place. Uh, yeah, Gold Edition, great, great horse. Um, lots of uh, good winners, interesting winners. Last year, uh, won by Golden Boom. Uh, Isotope's been a winner. Alligator Blood's been a winner. And mm. for the local connections, uh, Sold for Song, Kevin Kemp, 2016. Right. So lots of uh, lots of local flavour there in the, the Gold Edition, which was, uh, you know, magnificent, magnificent horse. You'd, you'd want one, two, seven in your stable. You'd be, you'd be flying just a, such a versatile horse and Never gave up, which was uh, which was mm. the key. Mm. But lots of great winners there when you look at that on a roll. Yeah, and they were just they were just a few, but I sort of looked mm. at them all. When you're looking mm. how, how good Alligator Blood gone, and um, you know I know Isotope, um, you know was the boom horse at the time, and Soul for Song um, was just on fire when it went when mm. it was the, the gold edition was winning everywhere and running everywhere that. They took it to one. Um, did they take it to Sydney and Melbourne after that? Yeah, it was well travelled, remember? Yeah. So yeah, and it was and it was one as they, the, as the title suggests, it was sold for a song. It was it was a very cheap purchase. Sold Correct. for a song. Correct. You know, you've got the the other 
races with the Loch Ness Stakes. Um, Soxagon um, has won the Loch Ness uh, yeah, Stakes. Yeah. Talking Takeover Target, 2005. And um, Ken Concarno in 2000. So um, local, sort of local flavour with the Loch Ness Stakes as well. And, and the, Grand, the Grand Prix today, or the Grand Prix, as someone told, told, said to me the other day. <laughs> I said I, I know a few people that might um, that might uh, be described as that sometimes, but um, <laughs> Tova Leaker last year that's stamped it in you know Group One races, um, Gypsy Goddess, um, you know amazing there, sold to Japan, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Gypsy Goddess, I think, I think and so. um, yeah. and Ice Chariot won the Grand Prix. Mm. So back when it, I think Ice Chariot won when it was running during the the, the lead up to before it won the Derby, yeah, yeah. it won that on route to winning a Derby, yes. Yeah. So did you rough have it win a Grand Prix? Might have as well because it, it because we have to remember this is one of these races they've moved around. It was one of the it was one of the key race key races always. It was a key lead up to the Derby was uh, was this sort of like the like the Roses was the key lead up to the Oaks and things like yes. that. So. It probably, if that was the title that it had at the time, see, because it, yeah, whether that was the title that it had at the time or not, but it probably would have along on the way through. You would have thought, but yeah, some yes. there's been some been some really good winners of this of this particular race. Actually, I've looked it up here. You now, so actually, Rough Habit ran second in the Grand Prix, oh, and then came out and won the Derby. What, so that's back in. Uh, that was. Sort of say, but it, it was 1990. I can tell you that much. But it doesn't, really, it doesn't say. It would, would have been would have been a good horse. Castle uh, Castle yeah, Town doesn't, doesn't come up here. On the, I'm just trying to go through. Yeah, interesting. It's like it's not sort of listed, uh, but leave, it's just it in, on riser. Have a look. I'll yeah, have, I'll have it for our next meeting. It beat, but it it did. Um, but Castletown ran third in the Derby. But all it's yeah, that's a weird one actually. Just got the on Racing Australia side. It's just got Doombin, sorry, Eagle Farm, twenty sixth of May, nineteen ninety Grand Prix, two of sixteen. That barrier one was beaten point four of a length at seven to two. But then, as I said, did come out and win the Derby um, later the, the following month. There, the Queensland Derby on a heavy ten, as many will probably remember. Rough, rough habit, one inch. So, yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of history. On a straight well, the, the following year. Mm. Mm. It's pretty, not, many, not many Derby straight break winners. No, pretty versatile, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, yeah, so there you go. So some really good horses have, have won those races that we mentioned there. So and more will add their name to the honour roll there in uh, in those big races there from Eagle Farm this weekend. Well, Katie, that's a comprehensive look at what's happening in racing and a bit of history there for you as well. So uh, this is our uh, final podcast for the year, but just for our listeners, so we'll be back, of course, into the new year. We know there's a Morton Co. King of the Mountain and the Magic Millions coming up just on the other side of Christmas, so we'll probably have some, um, some selections and, and some sort of content up for those, but our normal... Uh, weekly Saturday segments and podcasts and, and radio show will resume uh, into the new year. So wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for your contribution throughout the year. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully uh, the listeners have enjoyed it, which I'm sure many have. Hopefully we've helped them find a few winners along the way as well. Um, and, yeah, just thankful for your uh, contribution and joining the show and also hoping that it's a very merry and happy Christmas and, and new year to yourself and the family as well. Thanks, James. Thanks to the... Uh 
thanks to you and you and all the team that puts it put together, and uh, thanks to the Southern for for sponsoring the the, uh, mm. the segment. No better place to go and celebrate your Christmas drinks. Merry Christmas to all the all the listeners and to you and your family. Thanks very much, Katie. Hopefully, we top the punters find a few winners go out with a bang this weekend. Good luck with Uncommon Bella, and yeah, hopefully a few winners this weekend. Thanks, James. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.